Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome along to episode 70 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast. And on this week's action-packed show, we have uh, some news features. So we'll be talking about uh, some referees who, instead of having coins thrown at them, have lost them um, and have resorted to some alternative techniques. Uh, We'll also be covering Have I Got News For You and the Scottish Championship team that uh, featured on that, getting read out by Doctor Who, (laughs) no less, so that's uh, an interesting one. And also, the Scottish team that's going to be uh, infiltrating California (laughs) sometime soon, we'll talk about that, as well as the Scotland-Albania game and some strange formations and players played out of position. Anyway, joining me on this week's show... We have one of the men who's lucky enough to win in uh, a Falkirk shirt. It is uh, co-host Andrew Menzies, playing Hello. for Falkirk in the community these days, after patching his other teams unceremoniously. I've not patched them yet. Ooh, yet. controversial. Yeah, that... <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the man in love with the wrong type of football, of the American variety, even more he's living Great Britain. <laughs> flag American football jersey is Fraser Thompson. Good evening. Good to have you back in your more sprightly form well, without crutches. Slowly but surely. There you go. And myself, uh, the fastest uh, podcast host in the land after being three points and £100 down <laughs> in the last few weeks. So happy days there. Anyway, if you enjoy again, like, subscribe, all the social medias it helps us a lot. But aside from that, let's just get straight into things, shall we? Right, some news this week. Um, I guess we'll start. Andrew, you told me about this. Uh, there's been a referee down south, banned for 21 days. Uh, why was he banned exactly, Andrew? Uh, he forgot his coin in the dressing room, so he did rock, paper, scissors instead. Rock, paper, scissors. So this was, a, I think, a women's Super League match. Televised. Was it televised? It was a televised, which I think is part Brilliant. of the problem. <laughs> It's just, it's sheer panic of, I don't have time, the cameras are rolling. <laughs> but that could add a whole other aspect to the game, you know, like line up for kickoff, there could be graphics involved, like, you know, Man City's last five rock, paper, scissors <laughs> attempts, you know, I'm thinking, you know, penalties style, uh, could go down quite well here. Other referees, I think, have, have stood with him, apparently, doing it, I think, at games. Well, at, at, least, at least he never just said that you can choose or give it to the home team. At least he did something. Something, <laughs> something that comes down to chance. I don't really see what the problem is. Nobody it, nobody even cares. Like Nobody ever switches ends. Or, it's it just, rarely happens. It's just a letter of the law, though. That's their only excuse for it. They'd... I think it should be introduced more frequently. Across multiple stages in the game. So, you know, we can't afford VAR in Scotland, for example. <laughs> If a contentious decision were to happen, rock, paper, scissors, it would be more accurate than some of our refereeing <laughs> well, decisions. <yeah. laughs> Better chances. Um, I think it would be an interesting <laughs> addition, no? You see uh, teams bringing in coaches, rock, paper, scissors, following Liverpool's throwing coach. Well, if, if anyone needs Fraser as a mathematician, um, <laughs> and I'm sure Many you Many a could... YouTube video about the statistics of rock, paper, scissors. Is there? Unfortunately, oh. yes. <laughs> don't subscribe to this channel for any more of that. Unfortunately, we don't. We don't include mathematics. Um, so I, that's interesting. I'm, I think it's James. Just a bit of a laugh. I don't really know. It's just a ridiculous decision by the FA. Like uh, it doesn't help that it's women's football either, because some people laugh at that during the World Cup, like goalie incidents and stuff. And mm. now, and then that kind of happens. So it's just to, another. Mm. I mean, you're saying that. I think it's only sort of 
grassroots level or low low leagues that are mm-hmm. protesting against it. I think the rest of them just <laughs> stick another oh, coin oh. tosses this weekend. I'm saying include it more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my uh, thumbs up for that. Also this week, Falkirk on national television. Yeah, which is a first in, what, two and a half years? <laughs> since I must uh, have had an Alba game at some time. No, none. Oh, Christ. I, th- I really think the last would have been a playoff game. Against Dundee United. Against Dundee United probably would have been the last nationally televised. Because they've never yeah. been at the Falkirk Stadium. Yeah, um, no, we, no, was the Rangers Falkirk game not televised? No, was I don't it think not? so. Oh, it was. Was it? It was, because I watched it. I think it was on Sky. Lucky us. Still four, got hammered. 4-0. Four oh, yeah, four no, 4-1. Four, one, yeah. four, one. Oh well, good times, but they were, <laughs> <laughs> they were mentioned on Have A Good News For You by the, the fellow Scott David Tennant um, of all weeks because of a certain tree incident. Uh, now, I didn't see this at the time. Well, I, I kind of spotted it. You, Andrew, did. It was against Air United. Yeah. Uh, care to fill us in as to what actually happened here? Well, we got ejected from the stadium and then considering Falkirk only have three stands, there is a tree that you could climb up. I didn't think you could, but... I don't think you could. He definitely can. can, so it didn't look very stable, to be fair. But so uh, basically, an Air United fan uh, managed to climb a tree <laughs> and watch the rest of the match from there. Now, in the announcer spot, we have quite a good position to see these kind of things. I did spot a guy with his head popping above the fence at one point, but he wasn't in the tree at that point. Um, and I did spot that, and I kind of assumed that you know security had gone and dealt with it, but. I apparently not, <laughs> and he's gone and climbed the tree. And to be fair, at this time of year, he kind of got away with that because there's still a, some leaves there. It's not entirely obvious. Well, yeah. Uh, David Tennant uh, claimed it was akin to the usual hospitality at Falkirk <laughs> Stadium. Um, I believe they were putting up trees and things this week in hospitality as well to kind of poke fun at it, um, which I wasn't sure was the entirely the right tone to strike. But uh, I'm not sure I'd be risking limbs to watch air against Falkirk no no <laughs> um, I mean that, uh, people have stretched to some margins and sometimes but uh, certainly not that one I mean I've seen I think the last time I saw something like that was when Falkirk played Rangers at Brockville no no uh, at the Falkirk Stadium because I'd, there was two guys that climbed up a tree because they got thrown off their van because they parked the van in a place where they could stand on it ah, and look in crafty <laughs> yep it used to be funny, you always used to see... Hanging out of windows or on roofs. Roofs, you would see fairly commonly. I'm sure there was like a Morrison's car park next to the Hamilton Academical Stadium you could see most of the game from. <laughs> um, at one point, I think now that's changed with the... the, the, the you can see the... the walls up. Yeah. Is it the Partick Thistle? Mm. There's student halls just behind. There is, yes. So if you stay in the top floor, you can actually watch the game. But only if you stay in the top floor, because the rest of the floors are kind of yeah. like, you know, and uh, even then. I don't think <laughs> many people like real estate to me. Well, as a student, you know, <laughs> have the lads round on <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I would actually charge more for that student accommodation. <laughs> Stirling, for example, could have made a killing at the Albion ground, you know, just build the terrace in at either end, doing nothing. No. See folks throwing themselves from the windows at the quality of football in those games. Though. <laughs> I've got my scarf, my Sterling Albion scarf out the day. And you're <laughs> my apologies. Lambasting. Um, I'm trying to think of other. There's, there's definitely stadiums down south with like flats oh, and stuff all, in the corner, all the sort of lower league. Like yeah. when you see the FA Cup early round yes. ties, yep. folk have climbed out their windows and up onto roofs and beer in hand. 
Yeah. Health and safety on the camera crews must be having a one privilege nightmare. we don't one privilege we don't have here, unfortunately. Uh, speaking of lower leagues, uh, John Brown, who sadly is no longer with us. Um, make that sound a little bit less morbid. Nah, <laughs> he's effectively dead to me, Fraser. Let's be honest. Um, he was at Dulwich Hamlet against Oxford City at the weekend. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting. Nine hundred people at that game actually. In what division, Andrew? Conference North. Okay. Maybe? Well, no. I would assume. Why would be south. in the north? <laughs> no, it's south. South. He lives in London. He's, I think it's the seventh tier God. at least. Of English football. Not even good enough to warrant town in their name, as you were saying. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of puns about the play Hamlet, but I'm not cultured enough to know anything about it, <laughs> unfortunately. So for all the lower league uh, information, John's actually written a wee blog on sofamanager.com, so go and read that at your leisure. Um, not a game I would have gone to. <laughs> but speaking of reaching people you're not supposed to, the new Aberdeen chairman... Claims he can make California Don's fans. Uh, he, I think he's an Amer- he's American businessman, uh, predominantly. So he claims he can, you know, he can have Californians wearing Don shirts in the next few years. They're having lots of tie-ups with junior teams out there, trying to find the next. Uh, I think Christian Pulisic and things like that is what they were hoping for. Well, it's uh, worth a try. It's worth, you know, and we could have the next Freddie Adu, for example. That would be a find. I mean, uh, what does does he not like advertise Hoover's or something possibly. on his Instagram? There? <laughs> possibly. So he's gone. It's not as bad as that. Oh, what did Chris Boyd advertise when he was out there? There's a really funny like Chris Boyd's like carpet advert or something like that <laughs> is, when he played. Have you seen Mike Lowen in his helicopter? No. Oh, some <laughs> of that acting is outstanding. <laughs> was this when he was with LA? It must have been, but he's out on his in his helicopter uh-huh. dry, uh, flying around a golf course and I think is it Sam Torrance or Lee Westwood or something apparently hits his helicopter with a golf ball right and oh all the tie-ins there Oscar, <laughs> Oscar nominations would be worthy if you've not seen that go and find it it's uh, footballers are a bit cringe oops. when it comes to <laughs> certain and advertisements out of all of them yeah uh, but no, they, they claim they can crack California. And I think this is an interesting topic because, you know, you see us, for example, we lap up, you know, American sports. You were at the NFL game yep. uh, last couple of weeks and that, you know, is a regular sellout. Sellout at Wembley for five years, something like that. It, well, all the, even all the merchandise you see about, you know, everyone's got the hats these days, the jerseys. I've got, you know, a few New York's next stuff. Yeah. And my Grangemouth Broncos top in the in the tub. If you want more merch, link in the description there. <laughs> I'll give you the link. Give you, <laughs> give you a plug. We don't have any sofa manager merch to plug yet, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, but is there a good reason why Americans don't don... Don, man, sorry. Unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SPFL uh, merchandise. Yes. <laughs> There are a few reasons. Well, why? <laughs> because the English Premier League is much better I, I, and the teams are much more widespread. I think... And when you look at the English Premier League, they're actually making some inroads into the American markets these days. I know a lot of like bars and things in America have a wee sort of you know fan bases that'll turn up to watch like Chelsea games and Champions yeah. League yeah. games and so they're making inroads there, but the you know, the biggest problem and I know Dundee I think try and do this as well with their American owner. Um, is that we send every big team to America every summer to play massive fixtures. Now, having Aberdeen yeah. 
But I've had an idea. Okay. A tie-in with a similar team over in America. Do you know who that team would be? What are you saying in Scottish terms or English terms? No, no, just in, in America. Another American football team they could tie in with. Uh, an American football team. Yes. Related in some way to... American team. football team. No, 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 not an American soccer team, an American football American team. American football team. Yeah. So they could come over and play at Pataudry. Aberdeen would go over and play there. I mean, the rugby's bad enough at Pataudry. Unless you're going to talk about the Rams. The LA Rams! Because <laughs> Aberdeen have a bit of a reputation and I, I shan't go into what, you know, fans perhaps call Aberdeen. But, you know, there is, there's an association with a certain animal who does have an association with a Ram. <laughs> LA Rams, Aberdeen. Yeah. I think Aberdeen could go over and play. It's not finished yet, but they're new... 80,000 seater stadium, upgradable to 100, which if Aberdeen came, probably would be necessary, of course. And the Rams could come over and play at our new stadium, um, which I'm sure is a match for Tottenham's new NFL spec. Well, they're both not ready. <laughs> One slightly closer <laughs> than the other. <laughs> I think that's a slightly unfair. Um, so I think there's promise. <laughs> I mean, maybe for the Rams, because they'll get the popularity. And I'm not being funny. If you, if Aberdeen went to America and played a game, I think you might as well stand at the side of the pitch, because that's how many fans you will get. Or they could play the LA Rams at American football, and then the LA Rams could come over and they could play us at soccer. But your full the team will Rams, be injured. The Rams have a good few kickers. Do they? Yeah. Do you think they'd still get beat? They've got athletes, I'd hope not. Athletes. I'd, I'd hope Have not. Have you not seen the physicality of Gary Mackay Stephen against one of their well, linebackers? That, that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> oh, Christ. Have you seen uh, Jackass, the movie? No. Uh, is but that bleak? Describe. Sorry. Johnny Knoxville getting wrecked by Jared Allen, one of the harder-hitting... Oh, bad. bad. I've always kind of wondered what it would feel like, you know... Don't. No, this is not a proposition. <laughs> not, not that we could get anybody to do it in the first place, but like you always think of, oh, what is it actually like to be like punched by a boxer or like you know steamrolled by an NFL player or rugby tackled by a, you know, children in need has just happened. I'm available for charitable. Yes, <laughs> it's just a suggestion. Uh, on the Sofa Manager Scottish podcast. So uh, no, they. Um, Aberdeen said that they would possibly earn £2 million by selling some of their kits to junior clubs yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, whew. For, for all we're taking the piss, mm -hmm. it's not... The way he's spoken about it, mm -hmm. it actually sounds... Reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. yeah. There's there's nothing there that you're outright... Perhaps other than we're going to find the next Christian Pulisic. <sighs> These teams have to try, don't they? Yeah, they need to do something. It could be worth it. <laughs> it's a fun yeah. expedition like we all it's like when you're like twinned with another town for example it's a cool niche thing and I think this would have the kind of same effect although what I've always said with uh, Falkirk is if you're going to set up one of these academies somewhere you should be setting it up in the United Arab Emirates and not inspiring youth talent but future <laughs> chairmen to come in and sweep the club <laughs> off their feet because if you if you get the next you know uh Who's it? Bin Salman? Who's the who's the Man City guy? Sheikh Mansour. 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 If you get the next Sheikh Mansour to be a Falkirk fan at a young age, <laughs> you are sorted. Do you they know? get a fourth stand that we can't <laughs> you fill? Get a fourth. Well, they would <laughs> fill it. Because we would be signing the likes of, you know, the equivalent of Rubinho and, you know... Well, Rubinho was a flop. No, but it was cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't turn out to see Rubinho even now? 
Oh, 100% I would, but... <laughs> we could just sign Brazilian legends. There's an article about Adri- Adriano the other week. I, was I read that. Uh-huh. I would take him. 99 shot power on a Pro Evolution Soccer like years ago, um, which was <laughs> interesting to see. Yeah. So, Adriano, if you're listening, uh, there's still hope. <laughs> Try and scout still. the soccer sixes in Glasgow or something. Is, yeah. it, is that yeah. what it is? Six it's coming uh, soon, isn't star, it? Star, star, star sixes. Star yeah, something six. like that. There's uh, a few we, good names. I was at the one in London. Where? Last year. Oh, yes, anyway. Um, with Rivaldo and stuff. There was a lot uh, of big. Uh, is it good though, or is it just slow? Do you know what? The, the, football's, the football was actually okay. The Danes were the best actual team. Um, they played a lot of really nice football. I bet you they kept their they, shape they, though better than. They turned up looking like they'd brought their sort of 35 year old, recently retired players. I think there was there was one. Was it St- uh, Stig Tufting or something like that? Was about the only name I even remotely recognised from sure their team. I'm sure because everyone um, finishes with Sun. Um, but no, I mean, Perez, Abidal. Um, I think Perez is coming to one in Glasgow. He must yeah, be, he's there. He was he a big, be I think he was some, a big part of it. Must be short some cash. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Ferguson's is it? Absolute hero. He scored a great goal against Mexico. Got Kelty Hearts top of the league. That's true. I mean, he's not really done much there, though, has he? He's only just started. Well, the top of the league. It's like Gary Holt at Livingston, you know. Uh, they true. pushed their cup game. Against, was it Clyde they were playing in the cup? Possibly. And they they pushed them along all the way, at the very least. I'm, mm. I don't think they managed a replay, but I think it was... I could get shot down, they could beat 6-1 in there. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure it was one each yeah, going know. towards the end of the game. But uh, That's always intrigued me. I forgot about that, mate, trying... Hop along for a sofa manager special too. When is it? December? January. Oh, that uh, January? I think it's like the sixth of January or something like that. Oh. It's 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 worth going along to. Um, I mean, last year was the first year. Um, they maybe could have done with a wee bit more. The the crowds got a wee bit flat mm. throughout it. They did, they didn't do a brilliant job of keeping the crowd going throughout the day. Mm. Well, if anyone needs an announcer for such an event, <laughs> I can offer my services. Paul Menzies. <laughs> um, it, was, it was very corporate, I think, you know, from what you watched. Like, a it's lot the, of the, it's at the O2. There was so many empty seats. It wasn't cheap. Exactly, that's the um, Glasgow will be a different, different atmos, I'm sure. I, I would hope so. So, yeah, I go along to, to that. If you fancy see some of the top. I saw um, the lineup for Chris Boyd's uh, testimonial the other day was actually pretty decent. Uh, quite a lot of Rangers players came back, you know, Michael Moles and uh, Pedro Mendes. A lot of people came decent, back. Decent players. Manuel Pascali for Kilmarnock. Uh, really? Blast for the past. Also, Andre Ermenko, who. Is he not still yeah, yeah, playing? Yeah, probably still playing. Yeah. And he was quite good for them for a short period yeah. of time. And I was like, it's kind of interesting. Because <laughs> was he not part of the Ukrainian team that was. That was at, that when Shevchenko was playing. That actually looked like they were going to be a decent Possibly. team. See, I can't remember if he was like Finnish or whether I get mixed up between. There's another sh- Ermenko, Possibly, maybe that well, plays I'm sure, with like I'm sure that's the Ukrainian one. I think he might be Scandinavian. You're thinking Yarmolenko was? Oh, no, he's he's Ukrainian. Yeah, he's he's definitely yeah. Ukrainian. But I, I'm sure there's another Yarmolenko. Did I say Yarmolenko? I'm now getting myself confused. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a good lineup. Uh, for Chris Boyd's uh, testimonial. Anyway, to the big news this week. Albania 0, Scotland 4. <laughs> yes! 
This is the first game I've watched with any real interest in a long time. But you never expected them to do what they did. What a performance. I mean, they were down to 10 men, so I'm not going... Can we... Right, no. It's but a, before, it's, before then, we were playing well, so I'm not going to slate it, but... The, the most important thing... Well... I was going to some not. very rude things on Instagram for that very point. <laughs> the, the most... Maybe not the most important thing, but Alec McLeish probably picked the best 11 he could have done, given what was yes. left to him. He picked the informed players and mixed them with the the sort of bigger-named um, players who rise on the occasion, like yeah. Armstrong, for example, maybe not getting a ton of game time. He's getting some game time, played 90 minutes at the weekend, uh, last weekend for yeah. Southampton. Gary McKay-Steven, maybe the only sort of informed player that you could say well, he left out, but is he going to get a game over Ryan Fraser no, or James so. Forrest? Not at the moment. If no. your name is Ryan, you're on fire at the moment. <laughs> like... Christie was a lot of California really is, is that a selling point? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Californian? Have you heard of Ryan Fraser or Ryan Christie? Come now. Um, I think you missed that joke, but okay. Ryan. We'll leave that. Ryan. No. Is that a fire-based pun? Yeah. That's very cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Ignore it. Move on. Okay, I'm usually my man for my one nine line puns. So, um, but yeah, no. To, to your point, it's exactly the sort of Scotland team I've been calling out for for a long time. You know, the young, exciting, pacey, flair like flair players. All these players at their club get everyone excited. You know, mm-hmm. Forrest is playing brilliantly at the moment. Christie, you know, Fraser, um, Fletcher did all right in the middle. Actually, I was a bit did, did skeptical. Okay. Uh, he, did the job. he was he was the one player that I was a wee bit disappointed to see on the team sheet, but. Proved his worth. Got a goal. Well, yeah. It was between him. Who was it? Him Johnny or Russell? Johnny Russell or McBurney? McBurney flamed out a little bit in his really. last game. Yeah. Russell played okay when he came on against. Oh, yeah. um, was it Albania in the first game? Somewhere. Or was it one of the friendlies that we got pumped in? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dwell on that. Yeah. Um, it was good to see you know the kind of young defensive you know lineup. McKenna. Good to see Bates back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have liked a wee bit. To see to have seen tested a wee bit more before we play the Israelis, yeah. because the 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 Albanians didn't offer too much. Yeah. Uh, it was just nice to see him not play the three centre halves because it meant Jack Henry got to not get on the pitch. Yes, <laughs> yes, we've not heard for him in a while, thankfully. Uh, it kind of pays credence though to you know having three up top is actually quite a good thing for us. I think pressing, uh, pressing high, yeah, a lot of pace as well. Whether that would work against a more challenging team, you know, who's but, to say? But in, in days gone by, we're away from home in a game we can't lose. Yeah. Would, would, would we have gone out and atta- uh, pressed teams? Would we have sat back and looked to hit them on the break? Sat back and looked to hit them on the break. Um, we have the pace for it, so it's... Well, I think, I think I mean, McLeish is pushing the pressing thing more. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I watched them against Belgium, like, they were... Yeah, they were run off their feet, but they were still trying to get the ball off them, and you know it's something he's trying to push clearly. Yeah, um, interesting. You know, to look at his authority at the moment with a kind of nine players calling off. Uh, it's a, it, it, it did there, pose the questions. It's a bit of a shambles. But then, right? So some some of them will be injured, sure. But yeah, not nine. Not surely not. I mean, it's difficult to call a player's motives into question. But yeah, Matt Ritchie's not Scottish, and the first time he came to Scotland was his first game. Apparently, I would bin Ritchie. So his, why? His heart's not in it. No, he's he's good, but the players that played on that day 
you could tell they could all be bothered. Like they weren't just. Oh, yeah. I've seen Richie give it give an arse for Scotland though. No, he has. Like, he has, I, but I, recently. He's not played recently. He's not been in the he's team. Been a, he's been avoided it. Yeah, recently because he's he's kind of asked not to be called up and something weird with that. Um, I wonder, you know, whether it was the structure of the team or whether it's the competition that puts people off as well. Um, the, that does my head in because the Nations League is is a qualifier. It's a qualifier it's against teams we can beat. It's yeah. building some steam, actually. A lot of people are getting more interested. Well, I'm more interested in it did than you I see thought the, it would be. Did you see the England game this afternoon? 2-1. Um, 2-1 two, one. Two, two, one. Two, one came back. Uh, there was a lot of emotion at the end of that game when they finally pulled out the win. And Sure, you can make the face, I'm but you're ta- talking about it building steam. my French pace. Pace? Face. Because they got beat by Holland as well. What a victory for them. Mm-hmm. Holland are flying at the moment, though. Relegated the Germans. Yes, it does. Yep. We were having a rotten time. Uh, Memphis Depay showing his true colours after Man United. What with Holland? Just mm-hmm. finally, Holland play, finally playing well. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been all right with Leon. Um, incredible. But it's interesting actually with the, the German thing. They've been talking more about this week about you know all the young talent going over there to try and get you know that Sancho boy. Yeah. Did you see the England. the Bayern Dortmund game? Was it not like three four, two three? Okay, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Was it not a really controversial Lewandowski penalty in like the ninety plus four minutes or something like that? Yeah. But to be fair, like the full game, it was like the second half. It it was one nil Bayern the first. The second half was brilliant. Well, it's it seems to be a hotbed for young players, and you know Bates is now top of that Bundesliga too with a very big team. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so credit, and it's good to see young players kind of take the onus on their own careers instead of sitting about. Mm-hmm. They talked about uh, Solanke at Liverpool. I think was twenty. He's twenty. He's twenty-one, uh-huh. and he's not even made an appearance like on the bench or something. This is mm. like it's twenty-one. T- tough to push yourself into that team. You've got to go if you're not getting out on loan. Yeah, I mean, you've got the three that will start for them. Then you've got Sturridge. You've got Shakiri. You've got. Uh, There's a lot of bigger names that are more established well, already. And so. I know that's the conundrum you have is whether you set and have the chance to play for a team like someone like Liverpool. Because you look at you know Alexander Arnold who got his chance in like European qualifiers. You know, lost his cheeks taking really it for Chelsea. Yeah, mm. at the moment. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Well, Chelsea have a habit of not bringing through anybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> have true. the biggest youth academy. Going. But he's he's doing well at the moment. So if and we've seen it. legends like Ruben Samet at the Falkirk Stadium, Andrew. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not making the Chelsea team anytime soon. Yeah. So interesting there. The refereeing, uh, I was confused as to the penalty award uh, no, with the handball. It's just not a penalty. <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, I've not seen anybody that can argue that it is. No. Um, no. But probably did touch his hand. It, it might have done, but uh, it would have hit him in the face if it hadn't. So yeah. Credit to the referee for the red card, though, because yeah, 100%. he's obviously got his yellow card ready. And, you know, he changed that decision very quickly because I was very confused as to where that came from initially. And then you saw the... Because I, I missed the first yellow card and just assumed it was the guy that had been booked yeah. earlier for the over-the-ball challenge. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you can't, you can't argue it. It's either two yellows because both of them are at least bookings. Mm-hmm. If the first one isn't a booking, then you can easily make the argument that the headbutts are... That, that's yeah. enough for a straight red. Good on Ryan Christie for giving the wee... <laughs> we know, we know he, he, he picked his time well. <laughs> yeah, boy. No, quite right. Did he get booked for that? No. No, I don't no, think he was just straight with that. <laughs> bit of favouritism there. Ah, well, the ref was on our side, and I really see that in teams I support. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Did you see nice the, see. I saw a photo of the stadium, and I didn't quite understand Bizarre. the third 
the what was it? One of the stands there was three. It's like patches that, that, like, of like temporary stands. It's like a if you imagine you know those European stadiums that are like curved um, running tracks, mm-hmm. right? You take a few chunks out of that curve, and this is what this looked like. It had like sections of like Scotland fans held in like a right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see a picture of that. But... It was it was weird, but it, it, I think it promoted quite a good atmosphere. It I did, heard the Scotland fans. There was a few thousand of them there. Good noise. Credit from... to them. How on earth? Yeah. I would never buy a ticket to Albania. I, I don't comprehend how these guys manage it. Uh, but no, brilliant. Let's ride the wave against would Israel. You cha- would you change anything, or would you would you leave that same eleven? I'd leave the same. 11. I'd maybe change Callum Parsons' mustache, <laughs> unless it's for charity, in which case, good on you. But he's had that mustache for a while. <laughs> I've seen some Freddie Mercury comments. <laughs> Watched Bohemian Rhapsody once. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it looks alright. Maybe not as good as. His... Is it a November thing? I I, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it is. You can see we're all participating well in November, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think that the rule is you have to start it at the start of the month. Mm. I thought mm. about it and then went no, because <laughs> <laughs> it just proves. I remember when we were in high school. There was a guy in our physics class actually that uh, did November. And we didn't notice until right at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, it's, it's more awkward than it's, but it's perhaps worth. Uh, but anyway, yeah, keep it up, Scotland. Playing Israel, going into Christmas, I think it's a bit ironic. But uh, you seen the um, announcement from the SFA today. No. All, uh, only flags of the two uh, participating nations will be allowed within the ground. So we'll be seeing no Palestinian no flags. Oh. That'd be a typical thing, wouldn't it? I you no go, it was something's going to sneak in. Oh, 100 percent. What's all the Celtic fans that do the Palestinian thing? I'll be interested. I'll be interested to see how full it is. Well, be- this is like, this is the last game. All, all of a sudden, Minter? it's a win and you're in the playoffs. Win and you're in. Well, think think about that. Um, was it Slov- Slovakia away? No, Slovenia away. Uh, Did last struggle ga- against him qualifying. No, no, no. Slovenia away was the last mm-hmm. game, the last of, game of the last campaign. Mm-hmm. We, that we drew two each, but a win would have taken us to playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's as big a game as that. Absolutely, it's true. With the added bonus that if we win this game, we only need to win two, and we're guaranteed. Yeah. So I, for anybody saying that this competition doesn't matter, it's why I don't understand it. We've played one good game at home to Albania. Mm-hmm. We got, we played. A very good game against the 10 men of Albania and we got humped off Israel. Yeah, Israel wasn't good. Israel was a terrible So we've played so. maybe one and a half good games and we have a chance And we are a game away from qualifying for the Euros. It's crazy. Yeah. This is such an awful competition. We should never get involved <laughs> in it. It's... Yeah, don't don't refer back to previous episodes <laughs> <laughs> on any comments that might have been made. No, I totally agree with you. Uh, very exciting. We will fluff it at some stage. I'm, I'm sure, but this would be uh, we, we we once again have the chance, and it's nice. Yeah. Do we for, know roughly for... who we get in the next? Nah. Who no? cares? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take there's anybody. Nobody, I I don't think there's anybody that's particularly scary. I mean, every, like like we said, we're one of the better teams in this. Like, oh, in no, this Ireland's... in this C League. No, Northern Ireland are relegated from uh, B League. Ireland couldn't qualify either, or something. Like I, Ireland, Ireland. So the Republic have been relegated. They'll now be in League C next year, which is where we are just yeah. now. The Welsh came second in that group behind Denmark, mm. so they are staying where they are. The 
Northern Irish drew tonight, I think, uh, against Austria. So they're right, they're relegated though. Um, they were in with the Austrians and the Swiss. It was news to me that uh, Neil Lennon was Northern Irish. I thought he was a Republic man. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Fifty caps because he was on the punditry when they played at the Aviva Stadium the other night. And I found it funny that on a day which Brexit had just happened, Ireland were playing Northern Ireland, and there must have been about twenty thousand people there. And I was like, "Come on, big yeah. derby!" And like, <laughs> and then the rugby a few days later was like sixty, sixty-five thousand easy. Absolutely. Yeah, well. And I thought I would look because you know how Ireland, the rugby team is from both Northern and yeah, Southern. It's... I thought I'd look that up and see how many Northern Ireland players there actually are because I don't think it's a big thing. Now, what I did find, Auckland was one of the birthplaces. Canberra, uh-huh. Ottawa. Otta oh, oh, like, well, I mean, you could go through you could go through a Scotland team and see exactly the same oh, thing. What a joke! <laughs> Total farce. Oh, anyway, oh, oh, how many English are in the Scottish football team? Uh, oh, that's true. I'm trying to think of the ones with like blatantly English. Phil Bardsley was always a bad one because he was just he was yeah he was uh, beyond English. I think Richie probably sounds. Richie, I'd be interested to hear how Kearney sounds. I haven't actually heard yeah. any of his yeah, he yeah, he's more interested in England well, frame at the moment. But then, the, and the he's, same thing we had. He has been injured. He's not been playing with Fulham, has he? Ah, yeah, but he yeah, wasn't yeah, in the yeah. team. But we had uh, one of the pundits in the Ireland game was John Waters. Walters. Walters. Yeah, Walters, with Stoke. Yes. And yes. Two own goals against Chelsea. Well, Irish, but again, sounds very English. Kilban's another one who's an imposter. Mark Lawrenson. I don't know about Lawrenson. Kilban's always funny because Cause I, he... I always remember Kevin Kilban because he was the first player you got in FIFA Street. Yes. He was 38 uh-huh. rated. Was it even that high? <laughs> it was like. No, really I'm sure it was down at like 14, 15. It could have been. Really I'm sure bad. it was down that low. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's now a pundit, which is. Yeah. Was um, it not? Paddy Kenny, on the other hand, is not, who was also something you got at the start of that game. <laughs> was it not a weird one? Who was it Ian Dowie played with? Crystal Palace. No, no, no. He managed Chris. Oh. Was he maybe Welsh? I don't know. I, I can. I can. I, th- I thought he was English, but he'd never. I don't, I, I don't know. But it was it, Lawrence and always his, his commentary annoys me in the first place. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand it. But he gave abuse to Thomas Muller. Is it Muller? Right. Okay. Or is it for uh, maybe like, maybe it's not Muller. Like Austrian but, or something. Um, yeah. One of he gave abuse to somebody playing for Germany uh-huh. because they were actually Polish. Like, why wouldn't you stick around with your own national team when Lawrenson played for the Republic of Ireland and he's English? I held back off the swear word yeah. to save you some work. Quick, quick, right. Oh, I can vaguely remember a German pair that's Polish. We know that Lewandowski very nearly, nearly tipped. Did it. Lucas Podolski was Polish. Closer was Polish. M- yeah, that's, that's yeah, there you go. It's one of those two, almost 100%. Probably Podolski. I'm assuming Closer's not out in Japan anymore, is he? I thought he's done. Probably. Probably. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good chat, guys. Uh, also, at the weekend, we had Falkirk 1, Partick Thistle 1. I was there. Were you there, Harden Falkirk fan, Andrew? No, I was playing. <laughs> Part-timer. <laughs> uh, just a brief summary. Two rank-rotten teams that <laughs> deserve to be at the bottom of the table. Uh a lot of possession from Partick, but I've never seen a team that just wanders about so pointlessly. Around the box, round the wings, no crossing. Like I just want to know what happened to them. Well, This was the first time they haven't been beaten. Seven games? Yeah. That would have been their eighth in a row if they lost yesterday. I, th- just, I think it always takes a bit of time to settle after you've been relegated in the championship. They lost a few players. Caldwell coming in as a new manager. 
I don't, I don't think he's going to do the job. That's too much of a risk. He just doesn't have the quality. No, in front of him, you know. And, but then there's was there anyone that stood like anyone any spark at all? Eh, I mean, no one that stood out. But you you look at their front line, like you know, Chris Doolan has a million and one goals to his name for Partick, and you know, Erskine he's he's past well. it. Though. Yeah, I know, but they are they're established guys. Someone it's, like um, Spittle still there. Yeah, yeah, Spittle. He looks like he's lost his his flame though. Yeah. Um, Miles Story. Uh, I saw Aberdeen development league listen, for Aberdeen. Listen, listen all these names that you're rhyming off that are, are or have been decent players who have lost their spark in the last yeah, yeah, yeah. six months. There's no way that all of those players have just lost their spark in a six month period. No, no. There's something, there's something wrong there. Probably. I mean, well, they've tried to fix that by changing the manager. But Caldwell, I think Caldwell might get sacked before the end of the it's season. A very I don't... smartly dressed man. He oh. was a head of a very nice grey suit. <laughs> he didn't do very well with Wigan though, did he? He didn't, no. Um It's another one of the, he's another Paul Hartley. We've we've had a few of these kind of bigger names drop into, you know, Nielsen going to Dundee United, kinda of came back from England. Uh, but then you, know. you see the ones that work. Nielsen Nielsen will work. Steve Clark and oh um, yeah, but Clark was but always Clark, a manager. R- Rogers, manager. like I mean, the the dipping in English leagues does work with the big names. Ah, but ro- like Rogers, you just have to do it properly. Yeah, Rogers and Clark are definitely you know established managers. Folk like Nielsen and Caldwell are still. Uh, but N- Nielsen proved it in Scotland. Yeah, he, he did. Whereas he took Hearts. Cald- Cald- Caldwell. Ah, nah, but look what Levine did with Hearts. Like no, but like Nielsen, Nielsen took, started it. Yeah, he did. He really did because he, he absolutely took, he took dominated for, that league. Took them from the brink. Made them the best team in that league, comfortably. <laughs> then we just had a wee break while that bloke in the middle tried his thing. Exactly. What's his name again? Oh, someone will comment below, I know it, and that's going to kill me. Who's the Hearts manager, the young guy? Cathrow. Ian Cathrow. Oh. We, we had one of our esteemed commenters <laughs> going to make Ian Cathrow management simulator. <laughs> <laughs> On the same vein as football manager, so the fact I forgot his name is absolutely terrible. Um... I a lot of work to do there. Tam Scobie comes on for Partick Thistle. <laughs> uh, it's always interesting when a former player comes back. Some people chose to applaud. I booed uh, erroneously because he was supposed to inspire us at high school. Uh, he was the oh, big yeah. name that we were supposed to live up to. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> playing with Partick Thistle now is hardly what I would aspire to. Uh, no offence to... I was going to say, would you not take a job at Partick Thistle? Well, they pay, as, a, they, as a player as opposed to a, a stadium announcement. Well, they pay their stadium announcement team, so <laughs> difference there. Um, actually, it's a really interesting stadium, which we went to for the Women's Cup final the other day. I always thought it was awful because it's like, it's got the really weird like office block at the end of one of the stands. But it's actually quite a big place. I, mean, I thought it was actually quite nice. It's not great. Like, from, if you're watching it from the stand, like... Well, we were in the newer main stand as opposed to the old lottery winners they put, stand. Yeah, they put the... Falkirk usually get put in the homestand hmm. and you you know if you sit too far back hmm. you can't see no it's it's really it's like you know the cover it like mm-hmm. actually comes up and over and forward a bit of the stand mm-hmm. it's like oh, sunk right, back okay. in it's really yeah. weird so um, if the ball gets punted you can't see it so it's a guessing no, game no uh, Falkirk a bit lacklustre after their their victory against Dunfermline the week before four, five points from four games five though five points from four games absolutely insane. also heights. Their highlight footage amassed over 100,000 views on social media. Yeah. Right. Folk looking for a guy in a tree. No. But, you know, the, did you see the miss from the Dunfermline player? No. Who was the Dunfermline player that missed? Uh, it's the worst miss you'll ever okay. see. It's like, Fasan palms it out, and it's one of those where he palms it out to the side. It's a complete open goal. Point blank range. <laughs> but then he just, he just passes it straight back into Fasan's hands. He doesn't with, need to move. With no pace. 
Uh, so everyone was like reposting this gif and stuff like that, right, which okay. I think where they got that from. Because I was trying to tally them up in my head going, where did they get this 80,000 viral views from? <laughs> and it's just a gif that's doing the rounds on Twitter. Zach Rudden as well, because since he's a Rangers player, that would drum up a bit. A roasting goal. But why did, why did Scotland keep him and not let him play? For Falkirk? Yeah. Because he couldn't play at the weekend because he was playing with under-19s, but he was on the bench. He never he never played. Oh, no, well, they, they can. Is <laughs> the answer to that. It's not fair. The, the, oh, Scotland under-19s had him. Yes. Right. And so he couldn't play the weekend. But if they can't give him back to us, do you not think he would have been the first team planned there? Yeah, but Scotland under-19s trumps Falkirk, I think, unfortunately. That's, that, that's ridiculous. Why? Take a national team over a club team. Well, it's not that we take a national team over the club team. It's just the. I mean, he had played the game. The natural order no, of things. I, I, I hate this club over country thing. Yeah, but clubs should they be playing when there's international football on? If you're good enough to be an international, it's that awkward. I, I, what is the rule? Is it just that? Is it just because I know? Is it the English league will only um, will only postpone your game? If you have an English international right. playing, so if you're, there was, I think all the Premier League games are off regardless. But then, if you're in the Championship, League One, League Two, I think Championship have, games are off though, aren't they? Not always. Most of the time, though, I think they are. League One and League Two usually I, go ahead because no, they like, usually play the cup games, the early rounds. Fleetwood and Walsall was on at the weekend, and international superstar Russell Martin was featuring for Walsall. So. That's mm-hmm. a risk right there. So does Luke Lee? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. no, he's not international superstar. Ah, he's a superstar. Zero cat. <laughs> Wistful look in Falkirk your eyes there. Central <laughs> Some of the best goals I've ever seen by that man. Uh, yeah, to be honest, the run thing kind of confuses me a bit, but... Um, it looks like Falkirk are maybe beginning to turn a corner. Uh, they looked really short. We'll see what happens in January. But well, he's he is at least uh, McKinnon. He's, he's, like he's earning every surface he's, he's, in but there. He's bring, but he's bringing points in where he has no right to win points. Mm-hmm. It's looking more positive. The team is. that he has should not be winning points at any stage, and he's got. No. And the defense is looking a little bit more solid at the moment. Well, yeah. I mean, one thing that disappointed me at the weekend was what I quite liked about them at air is they really went for counter-attacking football, which is kind of what you have to do in their situation. Mm-hmm. That wasn't evidence against Partick. Um, was that no, because we were playing Haber up top, though? Cause well, no, Haber only came on the second half. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was Den and Lewis. Oh, yeah, here we go. Who's with Falkirk fans, I believe. Yeah, having a good old time on Twitter, sort of. Well, you know when people like comment on you when you're a footballer? Oh. Should you retaliate? As a podcaster. Like, <laughs> it depends. But Pro- it was, Generally, no. No. The problem a lot of people have had with this guy is like, he posts a lot on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff after games, like these positive inspirational posts when they've been like thrashed <laughs> four or five nil. It might be like, you know, blessed and stuff like Lewis Hamilton's does. And a lot of people are a bit narked about that because, you know, you should be. I think more disappointed. Yeah, people were going to compare him to when we had Yukubiak, who actually did. He, he was good. He was a good player. But he sort of compared himself to that when he came he's in. He's a bit poor Denon. <laughs> he's dreadful. He looked injured, actually, the weekend. <laughs> Always a good sign. Yeah, he played 70 minutes. It's the, you know, was it Owen Evans? The player that we released? Big toe. Yeah, he scored two goals at the weekend. For who? Hereford. <laughs> I don't know what... Well, John Brown might probably, soon probably, see him <laughs> in uh, the Conference North or South. 
or northeast or southwest, <laughs> whatever variant he happens to be going to. Um, hi, but one of the interesting things you say that the Falcon defence has been shored up. They actually brought on big Tom Dallison, a centre half, to uh, play up top, which is it brought back memories for me of because the the heyday for Falkirk for me was when they were in the Premier League. Oh yeah, um, and <laughs> they used to have a very a veteran defender by the name of Lee Bullen, who was I think about thirty six, thirty seven. <laughs> And I remember sat there as a young lad in the temporary stand, baffled why they'd bring him on as a striker, because they had nobody. And I remember once he found himself at the end of a game, edge of a box. He he looked left, there was no one. He looked right, there was no one. And the central defender realised he'd have to shoot at goal. <laughs> and a thunderbolt just into the roof of the net. The best strike I've ever seen from a Falkirk player. Ever. Debatable. There was a few good Lee goals and stuff back in the day, um, but it, it did. It brought back those memories of uh, you know players played out of position and the sort of fun times uh, that you would get with that. Uh, so I believe we have some other suggestions well, from our expert punditry panel here. Before I go, that Christian Daly did he ever actually play up front or did he just end up scoring goals for Scotland? I think he might I, I, something's in my head that he played up front a few times, but I don't. I don't that might just be completely. I remember as well. Like uh, there was a Celtic player, John Kennedy. He was like a fullback or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh huh. I'm aware of. In Pro Evolution Soccer Six, because they used to show you where they could play. He could play up top <laughs> as well. That's bizarre. So maybe it was a similar thing for him. Oh, more. I mean, you. Peter Schmeichel never played up front, but scored scored ten goals in his career. That's, uh, that's got to be up there with the highest scoring goalkeepers that no. don't take penalties or free kicks. Rogerio Seni yeah. had over a hundred. Oh, you would be the goalkeeper expert, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, but no, um, more sort of formally, uh, Stephen Colker with Liverpool. All right, um, uh-huh. two two years ago. Three years ago, during, during Klopp's reign, uh, brought him in on loan to shore up the centre defence. Mm-hmm. We needed a goal, it's so lumped him on for Liverpool. And, <laughs> Times um, change. I, I don't think it ever worked. They put him on. I, this, he, he went up for some aerial balls and flicked flicked a couple of them. But well, that's what they're that's what they're kind of for, isn't it? Central defenders playing up top. Uh, uh, it never really and, pans out that and, way. And an even more bizarre. Um, turn of events, David James. DJ. Uh, play, <laughs> playing the first 88 minutes of a game in goals. Uh-huh. Um, five needed, Playing four Man City against Middlesbrough. Winner goes to the Euro, UEFA Cup at that time. Right. Uh, one each. or it was, it was a draw going into the last five minutes of the game. Five million pound, pound new signing striker sitting on the bench. Who does Stuart Pearce turn to? David James. Nicky Weaver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sends Nicky Weaver on for ex-Rangers man Claudio Reyna. Right. Um, tells David James, take your gloves off, take your keeper's top off. Here's a man city, here's here's an outfield top. Go and stick yourself up front. <laughs> Five million pound strikers just sitting there like jaw on the floor. Oh. Um, James goes on to just a uh, couple of air shots, couple of... Couple of a couple of hacks at ankles, um, and then they managed to win themselves a penalty. The crazy thing about that, though, is he had. <laughs> it's all yeah, crazy. <laughs> but they had the top ready. 
So there was it said James I'm, number one on the back. So this must have been this, discussed. It was planned. I, I, Stuart Pierce has talked about it um, in an interview. It was his last game. Uh, Robbie Fowler eventually missed that last minute penalty. Um, <laughs> why they didn't get Javid James to take exactly. it, I'll never know. If you're going to bring him up <laughs> front, you might as well let him take it. Insane. Maybe Robbie Fowler won the game of rock, paper, scissors or something. <laughs> um, RPS. <laughs> but no, there's just. I'll, I'll never forget the look on, I think, John Mackin's face. Just sheer. I, I, would you be angry? Would you be disappointed? Or would you just be confused? I think you'd feel everything at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but of all those things. But it's almost that sort of Peter Crouch effect you're going for there, minus the actual the actual thing. Yeah. Because I, I, honestly, if you watch Peter Crouch play, yeah, he scored a few headers. But see if you l- lumped the ball forward to him, yes, and he jumped for a header. Mm. He wouldn't get that much taller than he already was. It was like he jumped yeah, he didn't really from move. his hips, and the, his knees came up and touched his chest, but yeah. his head stayed at the same height. Uh-huh. He was much better with the ball at his feet than people give him credit for. <laughs> <laughs> Still going, I think, as well. Eh? Well, he's mainly substitute for Stoke these days. But With a reasonably good podcast on the go here. Uh, yeah. No competition for this one, of course, <laughs> though. I'm sure, the, I'm sure the listening figures are very similar. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other ones. I know that... John my- Daly, if you go in Scottish terms, when he played the Rangers, they played up front one, d- one week and then centre-back and then mid- midfield and then striker okay, and like then centre-back. Lee, Lee McCulloch as well started yeah, his career. He, that's a good, uh, progressively just about everywhere. backwards on the pitch. Well, Rooney, to an extent. Uh, Wayne, yeah. St- started at striker, moved his way back, playing centre-mid for... Is he, is he at centre-mid over in America? Probably. I think he's sort of just in behind the striker. He's so. still playing at camp, so not too far back, I guess. There's, there's that... Um, Oh my god. Callum Patterson. <laughs> well, he's yeah, a full back. He's he was a right back. Going to midfielder, going up top. Yeah. There, was a, there was a French centre back that, that played with Leon as a striker. And he worked his way back to centre back as well. But the only reason I remember him is his FIFA card was actually quite good because he had insane shooting. And the rest of his stats were still there as a defender. <laughs> so if you wanted like an all rounder, he was really. What was his name? How long ago were we talking? Nah, Recent. A few years ago. It was. Wasn't it Bodan? It was like a short name. I'll get back to you <laughs> on the comments. Feel like a card coming on the Instagram sometime soon. Oh, it's a very specific <laughs> one that nobody would even. Was it Bo- no Bodmer? There you go, Ma- Matthew Bodmer. I'm sure was his name. All right, okay. Uh, um, it's, it's the niche. <laughs> you know, it's a French word. <laughs> so there is a link there. Uh, one thing we saw at the weekend as well was Connor's Key. Connor's, Connor's Key. Key. So what am I saying? Went a two four four formation against Queens Park at some point. Did, uh, to what win was the, game. the result in that game? See it in the end. Connor's key one two one. Oh, I don't feel so bad. We won't be off them then. Mm. If well, you watched the game, it was just it was professional football. Very, yep. very very odd. A lot to of bullying because you could see they were in their ear the full time. It's not just football. Like there's a lot of. But they win. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not slating it, but. It's not. Was that is that a quarterfinals they're in? I think semi-finals. semi-finals. Was that was yeah. that a quarterfinal? Uh, Motherwell Colts punted out by Ross County. Just they played. They played well. Uh, um, well done. Well, why was the other game postponed? Was it St. Mirren? Bohemians could have been maybe. one of the um, one of the Irish teams was playing St. Mirren. I'm sure. Might have been international cops. It might also be Possibly. on Monday night, depending on the television, because they are televised those right, Challenge okay. Cup mm-hmm. games. Edinburgh City won on penalties. Beat Aloha. Yeah. They're doing well. It's a fantastic wee team. 
Edinburgh City. They've got they've got some great. Well, Balotelli's the standout from me because I was impressed with him at Falkirk, and I surprised they dropped that low in the space of two years. <laughs> How low but can you go? I mean, it was it, like he put on Twitter that it was his choice, so I think he just didn't want to do full time football anymore, in a sense. So quite right. You make more money doing these part time things. Yeah, probably got a goal bonus in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a defender maybe there's a few ex-Falker men there's a few Shepard yeah there was was there not the old Aberdeen midfielder that we saw oh Josh Walker was their captain for a while yeah scored against Bayern Munich in that legendary 2-2 game and dropped so far <laughs> <laughs> ever since then I don't think he plays with them anymore I think he went back down south yep I agree on them no one really pays attention to that competition unless they're in it uh, the Colt thing's interesting though because they are floating the idea of a League 3 at the moment with four Highland teams, four Lowland teams and four Colt teams. But how is it going to be decided with the Colt teams? Are they going to take the top two from each they development? Would, well, Rangers, Celtic. Rangers, Celtic would be standard. And then prob- Rangers wouldn't play in it because they don't actually put their No, Colt- they would come back to the Would they come back? Yeah, they would come back they, to the Their Colts team don't, do not play. No, they're on a hiatus, I think, for two years or something like that. Why? Yeah. Uh, they chose to not play in our structure. They chose to just play about the place. Yeah. So basically, they want right, to play okay. better teams. But so they play in the Challenge Cup? Uh, yes, I believe so. Well, they played Falkirk at the yeah. start of the season. Yep. Um, but uh, I hate it. <laughs> Colt I, teams? I hate it. Go and get yourself a another team I think if you're going to go do the Colt team thing like I don't mind like you know I, I don't it, hate feeder clubs well if you partnered up I think it would make more sense like you see, I mean I know I know it's not I, well at least I don't think it's official like Steny and Falkirk and East Stirling and Falkirk it probably isn't official but <laughs> we have no one to give it anymore yeah. so you know, they've got Kevin O'Hara absolute phenomenal <laughs> but then but just, but just little things like that like um, I mean you just, I know it's coming from football ma- manager but <laughs> Like you get that all the time, and it just it seems it seems a more sensible thing to me yeah. than a Rangers player being all the way down in the Colts sides, having to work their way through all this only no. to be in that say. I mean, do you really would you really be so proud to be in Rangers second team in league in League Three mm. compared to maybe being in a League One side or a Championship side? Well, it's probably I, more useful for you to be a League One Championship side, but I think they're looking at. You know, in other places, you've got your B teams and things. Yeah. And some of them reach the heights of, you know, setting divisions and things but like that. But they can't come up. No. Which is fair enough. Yes. I, um, I can understand. I, I wouldn't mind either argument to that, oh, particularly. A great derby match. Or the, or the B fans gathering together <laughs> and all the A fans. <laughs> that would be a, a very tense. strange atmosphere, though. Because imagine if the B team well, scored. You would cheer for what everybody. Would, what would the noise be? Cheer for everybody. <laughs> everybody wins. Nobody loses. And then I, if the B team actually get through, are they going to switch the A team with the B team? Well, that's what I think Volker should do <laughs> if uh, Stennis Muir or East Stirlingshire happen to overtake them as we just switch franchises at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Exchange players and uh, not assets. We'll, well keep the stadium. Yeah. That, that kind of thing worries me about... I know we're going off topic a wee bit, but the Red Bull... Red Bull, the, the Leipzig and given, Salzburg. Given how close that group is at the moment. Ah, well, with the match fix and stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm not, not that I'm saying it would happen, but it's been speculated. It's, 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 it's 100% more likely to happen given it's two, um, it's the owners yes. as opposed to the actual, like the players or anything. They, they're, they're more likely to, to be able to that's funny because that whole thing's turned on its head because we all thought Rangers were the you know in the dominant position for the Europa League and it's kind of 
switched back a bit to Celtic being in a better position than because they're both in as bad a position as each other now, probably. aren't they? Uh, I mean, Rangers are in a better position. Well, they but they've been they're on are the they? down. Yeah, as they? they're, they're, they're going down, but they're they, both they're both third and they're both behind the team that is second on head to head. So they have to get they both have to get better results in the last two but, games. But Rangers are closer, just but then on they're, both, they're both tied on points. Are they? Are they not? I thought Rangers were on Because Cel- Celtic are on six. Comment below who's talking nonsense. Celtic are on six. Uh-huh. Leipzig are on six. Rangers are on f- Rangers are on five. And okay. Spartak are on five. Because mm-hmm. Rangers beat Vienna, drew with Villarreal and Spartak. Spartak beat Rangers, drew with yeah, Villarreal. Yeah, I think you're right. And so, a video next week on the statistics of rock, paper, scissors, as well as the Europa League chances bundled in together. Uh, and also celebrating Scotland's major victories. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I have everything crossed. Hopefully. We'll, we'll not be too preemptive on that. Uh, but that, that Leipzig result was insane. I did not expect that. Uh, nice to see the disco lights getting used. <laughs> well, did they, I've not actually seen them <laughs> the, the, play. Yeah, they, I mean, the photos were it impressive. Actually, it actually looks quite good. <laughs> oh, they're so See if you get loads of them. I think they only have three. Well, whatever, whatever it is, it looks good, but I guarantee a new centre half would look better. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a, <laughs> a very quaint point to, to round <laughs> off on. Here on the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast. Before we go, uh, I'll give a shout out to all the people that were requesting a shout out because I'm entirely sure you won't have listened this far. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go to all those people. But uh, thank you very much for listening for myself, Paul, and thanks for joining me, Andrew. Thank you. And thanks for joining me, Fraser. Not a problem. Uh, stay tuned for our bonus Rock, Paper, Scissors episode, <laughs> as I say, and for episode 71 coming in the next few weeks. So have a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening. Bye bye.